Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Welcome to another episode of Stories from the Garage. And on this episode, we are graced with the pleasure of Adam Ward, host of The Pod Filter and all other things automotive. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Thank you. No worries. Yeah, your show's really gone downhill if you have to get me on. No, no. We, I've been Which is a good to get thing because obviously we're in competition. So the worse you nah. do, the better we look. No, no, no. We're not in competition at all. It's I We're not. No, no we've way. got we an agreement in place. Yeah. We need to work together. Yeah, you do the motorsport stuff and we do the, the dodgy stuff. That's it. Hey, tell us a little bit how, how you're traveling along Podfilter. And um, I know Simon's been away in uh, the US. You got managed to get over to um, SEMA as well, and he's been doing a bit. Tell Indeed, us a little yeah. bit. And, and you've been doing a lot of work on your cars, which you'll be telling us about shortly. But just tell us how the, the and where we can find the podcast. Yeah, sure. So it's the Podfilter podcast, and you can just chuck in the Podfilter in any app or anywhere where you get a get a podcast. So anywhere where you're listening to this one, you'll be able to find us right alongside. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're we're in a bit of a hiatus at the moment, obviously with Corona and all the rest of the things going on. But uh, just earlier today, we were discussing a couple of changes, which should be very interesting. So bit yep. of a exclusive for yours that ours is going to change in a few ways, which should be interesting. Oh, good. Well, we uh, look forward to hearing yeah. about that. That's yeah, good. yeah. And I've been doing a lot of planning for our next quiz. Oh, yeah. If you'll remember the, the quiz that yes. you're on. Actually, I think we've got a couple of photos of... Um, we have. If you, and I and if you're watching J-Mac. If you're watching the YouTube version, you can see that right now. J-Mac yeah. and DJ with a firm grip on that trophy yeah, which um like us are on a bit of a hiatus for their podcast i think you've uh, you're the one that's truly won that series since the only one still going at the moment so. oh look i mean we're just i mean you know simon and that's travelini gonzo and todd you know they have a passion to keep to keep pushing it out and we're finding we're trying to find things to talk about so yeah no we we oh we felt it was we could with zoom it allows you know it's really it it's made it to yeah. be honest with you, it's made it easier for me you know we don't need to get into a studio we don't need to the the pre um sorry the post editing is much easier with zoom so yeah i've actually enjoyed yeah, it absolutely. and it opens up for a load more guests as well Definitely. You know, you've been stuck out here in WA. There's not a lot of people that travel out here, mm. you know, especially if Barbagello is not running. If That's the track's right. not running, no one's coming out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like the opportunity to be able to get a load more other people. Mm. Yeah. So, Adam, I mean, let, let's start off with, I guess, the one right behind you that we can see right now, oh, yeah. the, the tank as yeah, it's aptly named. It's actually, yeah. a lot of people would get that confused for a Galaxy or, or a Fairlane, but it's not, is it? Fairlane, nice. yeah. yeah. Look, when I very first saw it, I thought it was a ZD Fairlane. I could only mm. see the front headlights. Uh, yeah, I assumed it was a ZD Fairlane. But yeah, the tank is my, uh, my old girl, my other girlfriend, my old girlfriend. <laughs> the missus is always keep competing with the uh, 56-year-old other yeah. girlfriend. Uh, yeah, so she's a 1966 Mercury Comet Cyclone GT, yep. which has got to be the longest name for a car. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, picked her up in America, uh, well, nearly 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, been playing with it ever since. You And you bought that one back, um, you've since, you crate motored that one? Or it is, yep. Yeah, yeah, so when I bought it, the motor was sitting in the uh, boot, so yep. in parts. Yeah, okay. So I do have the the original block, the um, the 426, but it's really hard to get parts for and really expensive to get parts for. So mm. the uh, crate motor was an easier option. So tell so, us a little bit about the heritage of this car then. I mean, this is ex-NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. That's correct? It is. Well, it was the homologation package mm. for NASCAR. Yep. So they made a thousand of them so that they could race. Yeah, uh, that's in the GT model. There's obviously the other models. There's a this is the hard top, but there's also a coupe which has a pillar. Mm-hmm. Still only two doors, but the roof line's a bit different. And then there's uh, Calientel and a couple of other different versions of it that mm-hmm. they made. Um, and a soft top. The the soft top's the popular one. Uh, yeah. It was the pace car in NASCAR in '66. And uh, yeah, '67 they raced them. Yeah. So yeah, very stripped down. There's no, no like rear view mirrors or indicators mm. or anything on them. The the very uh, stripped back. It has uh, AC controls that are fake. Yeah. That just kind of like stuck on the dash. They don't actually don't actually do anything. But that, that was fairly typical for homologized, 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 geez, I can't even say the word. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that that up. That's, <laughs> that's basically fairly standard when you're uh, homologating a car back in, I'll say it that way instead, homologating a <laughs> car for the Yanks. That's what, that was fairly typical, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was just to get them out so they could go race and they didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just they had to so they could race. Yeah, but uh, yeah, one of the very first uh, funny cars was a '66 Cyclone, so mm-hmm. the first ever uh, tilt-up yep. uh, body. So mm-hmm. they they took a fiberglass mold of the entire car and made yep. a funny car body that tilted up. But, um, Freiberger from Roadkill was talking about it recently. Mm. He found one that was for sale. Uh, it was on his Instagram, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was going through the heritage of why that car is so important to um, American drag racing as yeah. well as NASCAR. Yeah. 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 Most certainly. And it is. It's. I mean, once you look at the car from even from the rear, you know, you get a quick feel of it, that that it's, it's it is not a fair lane. It's not a galaxy. It is. It is quite different. And uh, if you're watching the YouTube video, you'll be able to see there's Adam's been kind enough to give us a whole lot of stills on, on the, on his car. And uh, yeah, it's, it's an awesome looking beast. I, I love it. I've always loved the two door. Um, I don't know if you listened to a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the ultimate road trip and I picked actually a, ga- a, a 66 galaxy. So yeah, which is not yeah, too far removed from to that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I've <laughs> yeah. always loved them. So no, nice, hey, look, feel nice free to car. Me. I've listened to every single one of your episodes. So I oh, think okay. you guys were a big inspiration for us starting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I thank thought, you very much. Well, before you thank me, I thought, God, if Gonzo can do it, surely I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's it's right. going to be pretty simple <laughs> if you can get him on. I'm going to back him out just because he's not here. <laughs> now he'll enjoy that he'll enjoy that yeah well, it'll be a good test to see if he listens to his own podcast yeah you I, may I, know I, 
I'll um I'll make sure he does. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and moving along, uh, that's that's yep. a great car. But let's go back a few years here. I know you yep. were really keen in the um that audio side of of motoring yeah, back yeah. in the day. So oh, I can't yeah, remember. Back in the, the day, I was auto the, salon uh, era. Yeah, yeah, six spec era. So the mighty that's car guys call it. Yeah. Which is a brilliant name for it. Same yeah. we never called it that at the time, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The sex work era. I was, I was in there. Uh, yeah, it was an opening for the cockroach building in the city. What's it called? The exhibition center. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the very first things they had there was auto salon. Yep. So uh, it was a quite uh, interesting trying to get cars in there. All that amount of cars in there, and they weren't one hundred percent sure the floor was going to hold. Because mm. they had wow. so many cars in there, they thought what? maybe we all end up in the car park underneath. So. I didn't know that. There you go. I was at actually at that show. I attended that to have a look around, and I I, I didn't know yeah. that that was some doubt. Yeah, over... it was three days. Yeah, yeah. We, we all put our cars in on the Friday and the Saturday, Sunday. And it wasn't until Sunday night that we could get out again. Mm. So tell us a little bit. You built a PT Cruiser in that era. We're talking now early two thousands, aren't we? Yeah. Gone back. You realise a lot of people just tuned out the second you said PT Cruiser. They'll turn it off and discuss. <laughs> Not going to listen to this crap. No, but uh, yeah, so I got a second hand. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of photos. <laughs> uh, I, look, I lean into it now. I'm not going to be embarrassed by it. It was yep. uh, in the era, it was, it was a cool car. Mm. And if I was driving around it in it now, it'd probably be a bit different. But yeah, uh, yeah so it was uh, one of the first generation PT cruisers. It was one of the first ones that ever came up secondhand. Mm -hmm. uh, the original owner bought it and realised that it was gutless because it had the little four banger out of the Chrysler Neon in it. Yeah, and yeah, they look like they should be a fast car, but mm. <laughs> they're, they're clearly not. So yeah, I picked it up fairly cheap secondhand and. Yeah, modified the crap out of it, as I do all my cars. Yeah, yeah. That's where my um, nickname comes from. They call me Meat because I hack things. <laughs> I hack up cars and destroy them, basically. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll see the pictures. But it's, yeah, yeah uh, PT Cruiser. It had, it had a load of different stereos in it because I was part of the West Australian car stereo mm. group, which was a brilliant brilliant show, uh, group of people because you had people from all walks of life and all different vehicles. Yeah. You know, usually when you're in a group, say steel bumpers, you know, mm. you get a lot of the same kind of people. Yeah. Whereas the cast area one, that was just the, the friends that I've still got now from that, that group of people is, a, is amazing. You know, but uh, yeah, the, the record I got with it was, I think it was 153 decibels. Wow. So pretty, pretty loud if you know the decibel scale it's kind of like a jet engine at takeoff if you're standing behind it kind of thing so uh i was going to quantify that for our listeners basically as um for those that go to the drag super street they have a 90 decibel uh maximum so 90 decibels is your super street car and that that can be quite loud but Correct yeah. me if I'm and wrong. Also, it's non-linear, so exactly. That's what I was read... about to say. It's, it's seven, isn't it? Yeah. Seven decibels is double. Uh, well, it's non-linear, so it doesn't doesn't go up in even steps. Yeah, hence the 
part of the linear. Um, so once you get to 100 decibels, each decibel feels like it's double. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it gets smaller and smaller each step as you go up the scale. So Yeah. Yeah. So once you hit the 150, it's really hard to get over mm. 150. I mean, there are, there are guys now doing like 160 and between 150 and 160 is probably about 30 40 grand worth of equipment to yeah to get that extra but adam tell us where do you think that that movement's gone because i'm not convinced it's quite there anymore are we i went to kebabs and cars a few months ago and there's only two cars there that had that sort of that you know the the, yeah i mean yeah the the Car stereo side of things has always been a bit underground and a bit off the fringes. Mm. You know, there's there's a lot more people that get upset about a loud car stereo than there is people that enjoy it. So, mm. yeah, you know, and it's not something you can just you know do in your carport kind of thing. Mm. It's a bit like doing burnouts. You know, if you do it, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, organising event. I mean, there's definitely still. Um, it's now called WACA, so WACA, uh, the West Australian Car Stereo Association. And there's a whole new generation of mm. guys in there um, doing some pretty cool stuff. We'll still keep tabs on it, but obviously not really doing stereo stuff. We've still got it all. Yeah. The same system that was in the PT ended up in a car we called the Tarzan, which was a Mazda 323. Yep. It was called Tarzan because 323 sounds a bit like tree to tree, hence Tarzan. Yeah, okay. uh, that was a what they call a dedicated SPL car, so it was not registered. Uh, it had a, a full wall, they call it, box. So from the back of the front seats all the way to the boot was a box, roof to floor. Yeah. Uh, it had about 38 bags of concrete poured in between the box and the car. Oh my god! To stabilise it, so it did about twenty k yeah. max. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and that I think it got about one fifty five from what yeah. I can remember. I mean, this is all back in the days. This was at motivation at the peak of the years of motivation, yeah. and they uh, they did a full three days, and yeah, um, I remember they put us up the top and the back of the speedway track and we were right next to the band mm-hmm. they had uh, a local death metal band that wasn't yeah. very good uh sorry if you're listening whatever the hell you're called technophobia or something <laughs> um but yeah we every time the band started we drowned them out with our cars yeah so you couldn't yeah. hear the band even though they were you know fairly well set up it was good fun it was good for a laugh yeah but uh yeah, it went from that. And then I actually had the system in the Festi for my wedding. That mm-hmm. was the jukebox for our wedding that was last year, late last year. Yep. Uh, which was quite good. Uh, again, got in a bit of trouble testing it a couple of days before the wedding. I had some neighbours from the other side of town come over and tell me that I was rattling their windows and I need to turn it down. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good to know it all still works. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, maybe we should move on to the Festi as well. Now, that's a let. Let me get this right. That is actually a Ford Festiva, not to be it confused yes. with a Fiesta. Yes, yeah, two yep. different models. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, tell us, you've had that one for a little while as well, but you've been I have the so volume of work we, uh, you've done on that has been. Our property. Yeah, we oh, bought our it? property 
four years ago now mm-hmm. in Beverly. Uh, one of the reasons, well, there was two main reasons for buying the place out there. One was somewhere to have our wedding. Because yep. originally we were looking at doing a trip to America and getting married by Fat Elvis out in Vegas. And yep. uh, when we had a look at how much that was all going to cost, the trip and everything else, we said, geez, we could almost buy a place for this. Uh, mm. We went shopping and found Beverly and Beverly found us. It's a fantastic town that just suits us perfectly. Gemma, my now wife, I'm still getting used to saying that, but uh, she she's right into art. She does some art herself. So there's the town's just set up for art and motorsport, basically. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other town that <laughs> does that. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, it has a rally track, uh, motocross track, um, all kinds out there. Um, so, yeah, the day we put the money in to, or got the loan for the place, I went out and bought a car to make a rally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we hadn't got the keys yet and hadn't gone through, but it was enough for me to go out and, yeah, found this Fortress Diva for uh, 150 bucks. Mm. Uh, went around to my mate's place and took his bobcat off his trailer and nicked the trailer and went around and got this. <laughs> and we already had the apartment at the time, so it kind of lived on his bobcat trailer for yeah. I don't know, six months until we actually got the keys to the place and it went up there. And then, yeah, got up there, put it in the shed, and my missus turned around and said, you're not allowed to um, spend any money on that car until after our wedding. So mm. it kind of sat there for three years, yeah. <laughs> the planning and building everything in my head on what I wanted to do with the car. And the day after our wedding, the wedding was on a Sunday. On the Monday, I had, uh, I think it was three or four different delivery trucks rock up with parts. Yeah. That I'd ordered on the Friday, knowing that technically I wouldn't have them until after the wedding. (laughs) And then it started, yeah. So uh, everything you can see on that car has been over the last four months, five months. Yeah. Just been nonstop. It's been fantastic. You should plug the the uh, the Instagram page. I don't even know on the Podfilter oh, yeah. Instagram page as well. There's been updates on yeah. the car and and your Facebook page. There too. has yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I know the volume Simon of work that's gone into that car. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, my co-host, cracked the shits with me putting pictures of the festi on the podcast Instagram all the time. So I made its own one. Yeah. Where he can't whinge about it. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Festy, F-E-S-T-Y underscore A-F, which mm. is the number plates on the car. Yeah. And it, that's that Instagram has just pictures of the Festy on there. Mm. So you can yeah. see everything that I've done. The volume of work on the car has been quite phenomenal, hasn't it? You've done, a lot, done a, quite a lot to it in such a short period of time. I mean, it was literally yeah. straight after your wedding, bang, you're into it and every it day. Was, I, yeah, yeah. I remember getting that was my packed. honeymoon was... Yeah. Me in the car and the head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all been dirt cheap as well. So I bought the car for 150 bucks. Mm. Uh, it had a fried out clutch. That's some of the earliest pictures on the Instagram. Uh, so the Instagram's sequential as well. You can see it start to finish, which it's mm. not really finished. But um, yeah, so it was 150 bucks for the car, 150 bucks for another clutch for it. Uh, and then all the things that I've bought have been cheap for it. Mm. So the... Um, coilover suspension is all meant for a Golf, a yeah. Mark II Golf. I just made it fit for Festi. Obviously, mm. the 
cutting out the wheel arches was a, a dollar blade for the sawzall, so that was nice and cheap. And, <laughs> Yeah, got rid of the uh, headlights. I made four hundred dollars on the tail lights. <laughs> so the original tail lights uh, in high demand in America because they never got the clear ones that we did. Those yeah, clear okay. ones were only in so. Yep. Ripped them out and sold them to a bloke in America, and he paid four hundred bucks for them plus shipping, which was. Pretty <laughs> I was shaking my head when I saw it. So, so I probably shouldn't be right. telling it everyone because you're going to go get them. And... <laughs> you were up a hundred dollars at this stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, made money out of a car. Everyone tells me you can't do that, but yeah, you made yeah, uh, yeah, you see by the pictures, all the headlights are out, and I put a light bar in there. And yeah, just loads of fun stuff. It's so freeing playing with a car that's not going to be road registered. This is the first time. Other than that, um, the Tarzan was never going to be registered, hence the crazy paint job all over the glass. But mm. um, yeah, not not having to build to any rules really. So I'm making this car for Bonza, uh, Beverly Off-Road Motorsport Association. That's the rally track out in Beverly. Has uh, a big following that, that uh, association, I must say. I know people. Yeah, well, that's good because yeah. I'm the social media guy for the track now. So yeah. you're seeing it. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, great bunch of people. Fantastic. You know, I wasn't even allowed to go out and look at the track until after the wedding. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of the rules uh, but yeah fantastic setup that they've got and yep. they're, they're evolving quite rapidly as well you know, yeah. they're, they're changing with the times which is brilliant and they're, they're really focused on juniors as well so uh, getting you know, people who have just got their license out there to have a play in the dirt which is fantastic so, mm. yep. yeah. it's all about grassroots yeah. isn't it it is. It's absolutely grassroots. And I don't think you'd find any cheaper form of motorsport. You know yeah. better than I do being in the motorsport side of things. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I think it's it's 50 bucks for joining the club. Mm-hmm. And then there's the CAM slash Motorsports Australia stuff. And it's the the second lowest level, yep. which is relatively cheap. I think it's about 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, fifty bucks on the day to race. So yeah. for two hundred bucks, you know, you can't find anything cheap. And you don't have to do anything to your car. Mm. You can just have factory seatbelts. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of little things like making sure that the battery's secure and stuff like that, which it should be on the street car anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, you really don't have to do much. I mean, most of the stuff I'm doing is just for shits and giggles. It's not mm. yeah, you, know, you don't have to have LED tail lights that pull a finger that's uh, that's me doing that <laughs> <laughs> grassroots motorsport and and um you know the race walls in i know they're they're moving up in the speed and some of that to get up over 300 k's an hour is sort of big money these days but still the general feel and to participate in the event is still grassroots feel so we really need to yeah be absolutely and I'm, uh, yeah and I'm, I'm really looking at when Race Wars comes back, I want to take the Festi out there just for shits and giggles. Mm, yep. See if I can beat the Go-Go mobile. That'll be my challenge. I think you should be able to do that. I think you comfortably. Yeah, do. you would think so, but this is me we're talking about. <laughs> and a $150 car. I bet you that Go-Go mobile costs a lot more than 150 bucks. Yeah, true, true. But I spent most of the week, the, spent most of the Monday broken down, to be truthful. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> the the sprint day. <laughs> Thanks to the... Yeah, well, I finally got myself a trailer, so I'll be able to get it to places, which is good, because yeah. 
uh, the farm in Beverly is literally just up the road from the track. So I could basically get the car to the track without going on the roads. Mm. Uh, not 100% legally, but legally enough. There's only right. two cops in town. If I know where they are, I can avoid them. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll be right. I'm sure they're not. Yeah, I, I don't think the cops listen to it. Something. <laughs> not the two cops in town, anyway. Day, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping it's been this COVID thing. So I spent three years planning and six months building that car, and the first race was the day after they started putting restrictions on how many people can get together. Yeah. So I still yet to drive it in anger. Mm. which is a, a bit annoying but yeah. i'm happy to be your in the field reporter for uh bombser once we're up and running we'd love to have if that want, uh, that would be that would be great reports if we can yeah. get and a... i was just talking to the guys that run the track out in northern as well again mm-hmm. because now i've got a trailer yeah uh, as long as the dates don't conflict i could be going out there as well and reporting mm. for you yeah now we'd love a live report while i'm racing like, yeah, while you're racing, whatever, or, you know, perhaps maybe just focus on the racing and when you deviate into the pits, <laughs> give us a... Now, that would be good. No jokes aside, we'd love to have someone that, you know, as I said, we, we would have a focus on grassroots, so that would be great if we could yeah, do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and I want to explain to newbies like I am what's involved in getting the car together and, you mm. know, the processes you go through so you can come out and race. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a hell of a lot of information. I mean, our scrutiny and Max is fantastic, but I mean, he must crack the shits with the thousand and one questions I get. Mm. I give him all the time, and yeah. I bet you they're not questions that he gets before. Like, am I allowed to have a light bar instead of headlights? And mm. uh, weird and wonderful things I want to do to my car. But uh, well, clearly yeah. the answer to that was yes, because so, I see you got that. That's quite a, a, a lengthy <laughs> light bar in front of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was only because it had a broken headlight. Yeah, I made it up, but it was. <laughs> and I follow a lot of um, this Instagram guys that uh, design cars in three D, like modelling rather than actual cars. So um, Kaisal Salim and uh, the Brad, and there's quite a few different other guys that make really funky looking mm. cars. That yeah. they were kind of the inspiration behind the light bar. Yeah, okay. And the LED tail lights and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah, no, it's different. Let's let's put it that way. It's certainly different. It is, yeah. I can't wait to see it actually yeah. racing. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty good. So any update then on when, like, I know the announcement's probably tomorrow, but have you got a heads up on a likelihood like, in the next we couple don't, of months? We uh, don't. I'm obviously on the committee and we've been having regular uh, catch-ups on Zoom and Skype and mm. Yep. All the rest of the things that I've put on you, but um, mm. yeah, we're just just waiting. I know uh, the Northern Track kind of um, jumped the gun a little bit and announced its new dates uh, during the week this week. Yep, which uh, they don't conflict with the bombs of dates at at present, but our dates may change. Yeah, when uh, we'll get up and running again. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, okay. it's a bit of a wait and see, but I'll yeah. definitely let you know the no. second we're, uh, we're good. That, that would be great. Anyway, getting back to you. We're, we're, um, oh, my favourite topic yeah. of conversation. <laughs> 
motorbikes. I know you're big on bikes as well, and you've had a you've had a few yeah, yeah. Period, and you you've finished just recently building one as well. Can you tell us a bit about that? Oh, the one for Gemma, yeah. So mm. that's for my wife. Uh, she's doing her learners now. Uh, yep. It's a GPX uh, 250. Mm-hmm. Uh, very light and small because yep. Gemma's only uh, quite small and light herself. So yeah. uh, needed something that she could uh, move around for really. Uh, I got it given to me for nothing. It was a, a friend of mine had it and crashed it God knows how many times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, Anthony, but the best thing you ever did was get rid of that bike because you're definitely not a motorbike rider. <laughs> you're a motorbike crusher, but not a motorbike rider. So, uh, yeah, I did, did him a favour and took it off his hands. And, yep. uh, yeah, we stripped it all down, uh, fixed it all up, and it's got a very unique paint job. I'm sure you've got pictures of it up yeah. now, but it's uh, yep. Ford Midnight Royal Purple. Yep. is the, the tank colour and then all the frame and everything else is bronze. So, mm. yeah, yeah, it's uh, just been through its registration, got it registered. So mm-hmm. that was uh, it was quite breezy, actually. It's a hell of a lot easier to get a motorbike registered than it is a car. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, she's uh, sitting out the front of the apartment at the yeah. moment all locked up. And, yeah, Gemma's doing it too. But uh, I had... The VFR 750 Uh, It was another bike that was donated to me, actually. It was given to me because the guy uh, was going through a divorce and Mm -hmm. didn't want his missus to have it. So he said, take this. Uh, Again, it needed a lot of work. It had been sitting out the back of his shed for years. Mm -hmm. Got it like 80% of the way there, and then it got stolen from my place. Oh, wow. uh, That never eventuated. Yep. So... To whoever stole that bike, if you want the keys for it, just come back and see me. I'm not that. <laughs> it hasn't back with really the bike. been. Yeah, yeah, you might as well have a key for it as well. In fact, if you bring a carton of that beer, I'll, uh, I'll give you the paperwork for it too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a free bike. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've also got, uh, I think there's four or five in the picture I sent you of other motorbikes that are sitting in my shed up at the. Mm. Farm, but are all projects. Yep, yep. They're all uh, GSX, Suzuki GSX 250s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're from four different consecutive years. So it's, I think it's 82, 83, 84, 85. Yeah, okay. So hopefully, out of all of them, I can make one decent bike so I can go yep. riding with Gemma. Yeah. No, sounds good, Adam. Sounds great. Yeah. And your collection of Utes as well. I know you've had a, you've got a VA at the moment. <laughs> That gave you a little bit yeah, of... Yeah, the BA, I couldn't find any good pictures of it. The only pictures I've got of it is when I've got crap in the back. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I know uh, the local heat gave you a bit of heat for that. Uh, local uh, police gave you a bit of grief over that. Oh, yeah, the yellow sticker for it. God, that was... I mean, I knew it was coming because I bought that ute for two grand and mm. it had had issues, put it that way. But yeah. I was just starting to work through them and, yeah, got pulled up. I mean, the reason I got pulled up was I had like a hundred odd bloody chairs from a pub in the back of it that were for the wedding. Mm. So she yep. was sitting a bit low when uh, when I was driving along and yeah, there was a tower of chairs yeah. out the back of it. Drove past the cop going <laughs> the other way and he, you know, straight away he said, oh, I mean, uh, I'd literally just come out of the pub as well, which didn't do me any favours. Trying to convince him that I wasn't there drinking, I was just there picking up the chairs. 
they turn around a and wedding said, too. get that many fucking chairs. Yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't buying so, it. So right? yeah, it got all kinds of weird and wonderful things on the sticker. And yeah, I wasn't happy about it, obviously. You never, no one's ever happy about the sticker. So mm. went to Simon, my co-host, and said, we've got to do a episode about you know, stickers, you know, because this is a travesty, you know, you're guilty until you prove an instant and all mm. the rest of the stuff. But Simon turns around and says, no, nah, you got what you really deserved. You know, you, you shouldn't have been driving the shitbox scooter. Uh, right, fine, we won't do a podcast on yellow stickers. And then six months later, he got yellow stickered in his yellow bloody Honda and the roles reversed. It was, we've got to do a podcast on yellow stickers. This is a travesty. They're hunting people down. And... <laughs> I, must, I must say one thing in regards to Simon, his video that he did this, it was a 17 minute video that summarized. Oh, that we're sitting and talk to the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually watched that because I actually took away a, a lot out of that. And in my personal view, there's still some flaws in the, the way the government um, are handling yellow stickers. I don't completely agree yeah. with how that, that can happen, but understand. And I think, you know, Simon admits that he was, the car was too low. Um, that said, the way they've gone about doing that was not, it's not ideal. It's not in the spirit of issuing yellow stickers. I don't feel. No, no, it's, it's pretty, pretty crappy how they're doing it. And they, they openly admit that they're, they're targeting people with YouTube channels and stuff like that mm. just because, you know, there was, there was predecessors, definitely not Simon, but there's been other YouTube channels that have been flaunting the rules yeah. quite badly. Mm. Yeah. And I noticed that I said that while I've got a picture of my car shooting flames <laughs> on a public road behind me. So that's not going to do me any favors. is it? <laughs> that is yeah. cool, but I love that's that. That's a real funny story about, they getting pulled up with those flamethrowers. I, when I first put them in, uh, I got pulled over on the side of the road by an old cop and a young cop. And they went over the car and they weren't happy about the bug catcher out the bonnet, which they never are. No. But uh, managed to smooth that over. And then the young cop was looking underneath it because it sits quite tall at the back and saw the two coils and spark plugs into the exhaust. Then he calls the, the old cop over and says, look at this, what the hell is this all about? Uh, I said to him, oh, that's the predecessors for catalytic converters. Before they had catalytic converters back in the 60s, they used to have the spark plugs in there to burn off the excess. You know, the, all the bad stuff going into the air gets burnt off. And the old cop turns around and goes, oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I, I've seen that before. I've seen that in my time. And we're both looking at the young cop going, see, see. And I'm pulling all kinds of faces behind the old cop's back. And, yeah, he just cracked the shits and drove off. <laughs> gave him a license back. I don't even think he gave the license back to me. I think he threw it into the car and they took off. But, yeah. I must say, I remember one night, we didn't know each other back then, but I remember that one night that for some reason we were at Fremantle and Captain Munchie's car park. It was a night time and you, you lit yeah. it up there. The, the exhaust that is, not, not the tyres, but yeah. I, I was, it is impressive, especially. That was probably a night time Club? Yeah, it might have been. Clint, yeah, Clint's club. Yeah, yeah, Clint's cruise. Yeah, it could, it could, could have Clint, well been. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, actually, I see if you ever want really good tires, go and see Clint. Yeah, okay. He works yeah. at a wholesaler up your way, up in Wingara. Okay. I don't well, think you'd actually buy them off him, but you can do a deal through a tire shop. Yeah. Well, shout good out one. to 
nighttime car cruises there facebook page head on over yeah. there and yeah. uh actually he's point. probably another guy to get on yes yeah, certainly he certainly would be yeah yeah, yeah, most yeah. definitely we should reach out to Clint, actually. I haven't spoken with him or seen him for some time now, actually. So be good to yeah. do that. Yeah. Anyway, Adam, I mean, look, anywhere else we can find information about your rides and your and all your vehicles? and um, uh, Yeah, so uh, there's the Instagram for the podcast, and I've got my own Instagram, but I don't do a hell of a lot on there. Mm. I think probably the best bet... For now is the Festi. Yep, Festi. Uh, podcast, uh, Festi Instagram, sorry. Too many yep. bloody social medias, I tell you. But, and the uh, pod filter, of course. Yeah, actually, it was quite funny with discussing the pod filter and stuff today. And I was saying, um, do you ever listen to the Song Cyphers podcast? Yeah, occasionally. Not, automotive one? Yeah, yeah not, Queensland. Yeah, not often, but and I do from time to time. Yeah, yeah, they have the same issue as I do. Like, my. <clears throat> My dynamic, the people that I reach to are all guys with steel bumpers and stuff, but mm. the problem being is they're all carby and drum brake guys. They don't like anything new and podcasts mm. are new, so yeah. I'm to shot myself. Uh, I think Thong Slappers, unfortunately, have the same drama. Uh, oh, we have the same drama, too. Yeah. We're all challenged with that, I feel, even in our, even in our demographic as well. I think we're challenged with that, too. Yeah, yeah, I've got a pretty good spin now of how to explain it to people that don't know what podcasts are. So yeah. It's like Netflix, but for the radio. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. So they, That's they Hey, Adam, look, we really appreciate your time coming on the podcast. Uh, it's been great. It's been a blast having you here. Um, head on over to the Pod Filter, listen to your content. There's some great episodes. You're in your second season, and we're looking forward to the changes that are that are coming. Look, I'll keep an eye out and an ear out. And Yeah, uh, I can't say much, but you should hear something in the next week or so. Yeah, about, okay. Uh, the new and improved yep. uh, Pod Filter podcast. Well, but, yeah, you don't have to go and listen to it. We don't do it for profit or anything. So I'm not your mum. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah, no, that's right, and uh, neither do we. So yeah, we we're not making, we don't turn a cent, but uh, we just do it because we enjoy. This is exactly what we enjoy, but isn't it, Adam? Like talking. Yeah, to guys, yeah. Well, we've talking. got a reason why we can't make money because bloody Simon's here on a visa. If he's making dual yeah. incomes, he'll get kicked out of the country. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. That's our excuse, anyway. What What's mine then? <laughs> I'm yet to. I've been given a fair bit of hate from the other boys. So come on, we need to try and get a sponsor. So if there's a sponsor listening out there, um, there's two. Oh, well, how much is sponsorship? Maybe we can sponsor yours. <laughs> we'll we'll do a trade. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. You can sponsor ours, and we'll sponsor yours, <laughs> and they'll pay for each other. Win-win. That'll work. Win-win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. All right. Look, really appreciate your time. So, uh, Sam, we've been talking about the next quiz. Mm. Yes, so we had so, uh, yes. last we'll one. talk about the quiz. Yes. So the next quiz, my my idea. Tell me if you think it's crap, because um, I'll ignore you. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking a state of origin podcast. So you guys and us team up as the West Australian team, yep. and we compete against Queensland being the Thong Cyphers mm-hmm. if they're on board, yep. and Victoria being Car Talk with Matty J, who have already said that they're definitely keen to do something. Oh, well, we definitely count us in as well, most certainly. Yeah, yeah beauty. No doubt. Represent. Yep, yep. Represent WA, especially yep. now we've got our hard border up and we're talking about secession. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. All right, Adam, we really appreciate your time. Thanks. Yeah, Take boy. care. See you.
talk and power your motorsport and motoring radio show. Podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.